What is up, you guys? It's been a long time. In fact, it's been a year and some change. But this is Chasing Light, and this is your host, Mary Van Amy. <laughs> what is good, you guys? I hope y'all have been having a great start to 2021. In some ways, I honestly feel like this year is just a weird, annoying, lingering hangover of 2020. But things are good. It's like that kind of hangover where like you wake up feeling too good almost. And like at the end of the day, the exhaustion kind of hits you because you're like, holy shit, like what is life? That is the type of hangover that I am experiencing this year. All of the things that I have been wanting or manifesting or wishing for, like whatever the situation is, all of that is now mine. And it's wild. And if you know me personally, or you're my boyfriend Tanner, and you're listening to this right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, (laughs) life is just, it's crazy. So there's a lot that's happened between the last episode that got published and this episode that I'm recording now. Hopefully we'll publish today, which is Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. Um, If not, it'll be sometime this week. But anyways, lots of of stuff has gone on. Lots has changed. Um, I now have a niece, so my nephew who was born during the Texas days of podcasting is now just over two and uh, his sister Roma, my niece is, uh, she was born on Easter. So she's like a month and a half old. So it's just beautiful right now. The way things are in my life. I've, you know, everyone's healthy in my sister's family. My oldest sister's doing really well. She made a recent job change and is working on working for herself, essentially. She's just turning out to be a boss with her uh, design shop. So if you are on Facebook or Instagram, uh, hit her up, look her up. Crafted Design Shop, um, owned and curated by Savannah Peppers, my sister. So yeah, um, Emily, the one with the children, is an illustrator and graphic designer. Uh, So while you're at it on Instagram, I'm going to plug her too. Her handle is M in the lens. So that's E M in the lens, L E N S. That's her illustration page. She does a lot of branding for uh, local businesses, actually focused eye care. If any of you guys in the South Bend area happen to be a patient of Whitney Pertzer, like my whole family, um, Emily did the graphic work for them. She was the former graphic designer for the South Bend Chamber of Commerce. So a lot of graphics and um, literature and stuff that you see around town that is South Bend event focused, young professional network, stuff like that. Emily did the graphic work on that and they have kept her templates over the last few years that she's not been working there because she's now a stay at home mom and does her freelance on the side. So um, it's really great as a sister Um, to be able to say those things. And, you know, just after how trying 2020 was for literally all of us, to be able to witness two people so close to me thriving and doing things that they want to do and the things that are best for themselves and their families is really great because not a lot of people have that privilege or that opportunity. So I want to recognize that privilege and those opportunities, not just for myself, but also for my family, because Um, situations could be much different and I understand that. And, um, the political climate is definitely not something that I want to get into on this episode. Um, but I just, I hope you guys know that I, I'm feeling a lot of the ways that you guys are. And, you know, this is always a safe space. If you follow me on Instagram at being mayor, um, 
that that is a safe place as well. And I just, if you guys ever need a resource, an outlet, a shoulder to lean on, whatever it is, y'all know you got me, but it's been a long time. So I feel like it's important that I go ahead and disclose that. So on the, excuse me, on the note of things changing, you heard me say that I have a boyfriend. So that's exciting for me. Um, His name is Tanner and a huge reason why we even got together and got to where we are currently in our relationship is because of this podcast. He found this when he was in the Atlanta airport on a work trip and he called me, <clears throat> excuse me, he called me that day and that was the first day that he and I had heard each other's voices in over 10 years because we met when we were 15 at Northridge High School in Spanish class. Um, Shout out to Jade Whiteman for being the one to break the ice and figure out what Tanner's name was, um, essentially, so that I could introduce myself to him. Um, So yeah, we met when we were 15, had no contact, whatever, and then we reconnected through Bumble, of course, and it just was all by fate and happenstance, really. So another time I will get into the rest of our story and how we came to be, but I've got a boyfriend. I cannot believe he's my boyfriend. (laughs) It's wild. Life is crazy. And you'll hear me say that 500 million times. Life is crazy. Like I cannot believe how timing works out. And it's really annoying because the last thing you ever want to hear is timing is everything, everything with time. It's the truth, though. And once you get to a certain point in your life, you really start to understand that that's just how life works. That's how it is. Patience is a virtue and it is such for a reason. But that's pretty new. We've been together four months almost um, in a couple of days here, which it's gone by so fast, but it feels so much longer than four months. Um, Anyways, I started grad school. Uh, so that's one another really fun update. Um, you know, it's it's crazy. My brother-in-law, my sister's husband, um, Roma and Raphael's dad is um, in the program with me. So for those that don't know, we just started our second year of grad school um, <clears throat> like three weeks ago. We're in the third week of this uh, newest class this summer, but I am earning a master's of education in clinical mental health counseling. Uh, So that's really exciting and it's um, kind of surreal, but a very fulfilling feeling because it's not something that was ever supported by my past relationship and it's not something because of that that I ever saw happening for myself. So y'all know, or if you haven't, there are episodes covering most of that experience. Um, I left a very toxic relationship of June 2019 And since then, my life has just been on the up and up. So if not for that, and honestly, if not for COVID and everything of 2020 happening, I don't know that I would be in grad school. Um, It's really exciting. Like I said, it's really surreal, but also very fulfilling because I've known for a very long time that I need to help people. And I've known that my path fits that niche to some extent. But there's a long time where I didn't know where I needed to be within the helping realm whether that was get my hours and become a yoga instructor or being like a holistic life coach, like all of these things were ideas that I had and things that I kind of touched on here and there. But the one thing that I've actually pursued and have intentions of 100% fulfilling and then some is becoming a counselor. So I am on the clinical mental health counseling track 
um, as is my brother-in-law, but there's that track and then the school counseling track within this program. So, um, yeah, the clinical mental health track is just a little bit different, uh, but with a master's of education, I could go to work in a school setting. I would just become what's what's called a patch student, and I'd have to take those school counseling classes. So now that I'm committed to this route, this is the route essentially that I'll, I'll just be on for the rest of my life, which... Sorry, my dogs are clinking around, um, which I knew from the get-go that that's what I wanted to do. But um, it won't be a surprise to most of you, I don't think. But my track is a combination of two focuses. So um, in terms of what I want to actually do as a practicing counselor. And I didn't know that there was really an ability to like marry two focuses together until uh, one of my professors told me, who actually happens to be my advisor, so I guess that's a good thing. Um, I am going to be a grief and trauma counselor. So I am mixing grief and bereavement with crisis and trauma counseling because those things are so similar and they really do have a lot of crossing paths. So for me, that's where the passion lies. If you've been listening to the podcast for really any length of time, then you know that there's a lot of grief, trauma, heaviness, just real life stuff that I talk about because there's a lot of that. That's that's literally all I've gone through. That's been my life. So the only way that I was able to find a purpose when it came to knowing I needed to help people was think to myself, okay, I've gone through this, 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 and that. The only way I'm going to be able to fulfill this truly and make the most of this license and this career is by helping people go through similar things. So um, it's been really fulfilling being in the program. It's been a lot of hard work. It's been a lot of healing as well, um, which I think is a continuous thing uh, for counselors. There's one thing that I learned. It's that perfection is never going to be achieved. And all that matters is that you're progressing. And um, I think no matter what, being in this position, even just being in school to study as a counselor right now is something that keeps me extremely, extremely mindful. And I guess really the mindfulness piece is what I want to focus on for this episode because it's something we can all relate to to a certain extent. 2020 was really the first time where we all got to collectively share a common trauma, a common grief, a common hard time. Now, that is not to say that these hard times don't differentiate across the board because they do, because what was hard for me, you know, would have been glorious to someone else in 2020. And I understand that. I understand, like I said earlier, the privilege and opportunity that I've got. And I don't take that for granted, but I just wanted to clarify that I just mean for once in our humanly lives here as 20-some-year-olds and you know, being able to actually understand what's going on in terms of a significant world event, this is it. Like COVID was the first time that we all got to kind of share in that. And it forced everybody to slow down, to live a little slower and to figure out the things that were truly important to them. And that really is mindfulness, you guys. Now, being mindful is not all this like hippy dippy woo woo shit that you see on social media. A lot of it is, but some of those things are accentuated. People become very passionate about living the mindful, slow life and things like that. I am one of them, but people just, they have different expressions. But when you're on social media, those expressions and, you know, within the media itself, things can get warped. There's a lot of misinformation that goes around. So 
when you're trying to be mindful and you're consuming all of this literature and this content on social media, you begin sometimes to feel very overwhelmed because of all of the information that you are constantly taking in. Your brain is kind of in a little bit of overload and that seems you know, contrary, doesn't it? Like you're being mindful is something that can help ease anxiety. It can help you with combating depression by being able to stay organized in small to-do lists or even just being able to stop for a moment and find things that you're grateful for when you're feeling really low. So you, you want to be careful. And there's, I have an episode about filtering social media on here. I should still at least. If I don't, then I'll have to cover it again. But filtering your social media, I think, is one of the best ways to start a mindful journey. Now, with COVID and everybody, for the most part, you know, being unemployed or at least working from home, like we all up, we we major had major upticks in our social media usage is what I'm trying to say as I'm struggling to speak. (laughs) Um, So we were, I know personally, I was consuming way more social media than I was prior to COVID. And now that has kind of eased away a little bit, but it's hard to get into these spaces where you want to focus on yourself and do what's best for you and start living a healthier life by introducing healthy habits or whatever it is when you're constantly comparing or being bombarded or learning new information. No matter what, we're going to be learning new information. So it's all about what we do to process that. Are we going to sit on our phones and continue to get into those pits? Or are we going to make the mindful decision by exiting the app, maybe putting our device to the side and going outside and going for a walk? Or put your device in your pocket to track your stuff or have your Apple Watch, whatever it is, and go for a walk instead. Mindfulness matters. It matters to you. It matters to the people around you. It matters to the job that you do every day, how you take care of yourself, your motivation, all of it. And being mindful is not the same as being anxious or being hard on yourself. Being mindful is literally just having awareness. And I know that sounds really simple and a lot of you are probably nodding your heads right now, but there are a lot of people that don't understand or have the ability to grasp awareness or self-awareness. And I know there's some of you that are now nodding your heads because you're getting what I'm saying. And some of you are like, yeah, preach it, sis. Like, I've not heard something truer in the last year of my life. Like, people really lack awareness and self-awareness. And those that lack that piece aren't often calm people. Those are the ones that are starting fights on social media. Those are the ones that are saying this, that, or the third isn't enough. Those are the people that are burning bridges and not really thinking twice about it. Because those are the people that are cooped up, like sucked in, like those are folks that aren't allowing themselves the opportunity truly to think for themselves and to be their own person. So once you start getting down that route, you'll start pissing people off and you'll realize that the friends that you've had maybe weren't meant to be forever friends when you're, once you're able to start making those decisions for yourself. But it all starts with being mindful, being mindful of your impact on other people mindful of your impact on yourself, mindful of your time and how you're using it so that you can get to where you want to go. That is something that I've really struggled with because I suffer from chronic fatigue because of the autoimmune diseases that I'm still dealing with that were caused or exasperated by my last relationship and all those environmental factors. And it's really fucking hard to not be hard on myself. I will have to tell my boyfriend, please don't let me feel guilty about taking a nap. 
Like there are some days where I just need a 20 minute nap and there's some days where I'm asleep for two and a half hours in the middle of the afternoon simply because I need that boost of energy so that I can keep going. That's having mindfulness over my health, mindfulness over my body and what it needs in order for me to get through the day. Obviously, the end goal for me, for those nutritional and you know holistic people that are listening, obviously the end goal would be to not need a nap three out of seven days a week in order to get through my day. I understand that health comes from within and whatnot, but what I'm trying to emphasize here is that being aware and being mindful of things is not your ticket to guilt or anxiety or being hard on yourself. None of that. I think something that most of us struggle with to a certain extent is always wanting more or is wanting to be more or to have more. And I know this is something that I've touched on in the past, but I think it's worth saying again that those feelings of wanting more sometimes can lead us down these other paths like greed or selfishness or, you know, these other negative things, malice, whatever it is, because then we get into that competition mindset. So that's why I said earlier that it's really one of the easiest things that I found in my journey is that more mindful social media usage has been something that's really helped to kickstart the whole mindfulness journey for me. Because once I started to realize that social media literally does not matter and it's just like a digital magazine, things changed for me. That world does not even exist in my physical world. That is an escapism. That is a place for us to go to lose sight of what's actually in front of us. So by being able to be mindful of that and understand the purpose, literally monetarily, of social media, it, it becomes easier to start living your own life because the people that created that stuff don't give a shit about us. They are, it's just another way for them to use us to earn revenue and to keep us in the cycle of thinking about anything other than ourselves and the way that it truly matters. And I'm not saying that to say that I'm giving up social media because I'm not. I love social media just as much as the next person. What I'm saying is I hope that you're able to become more mindful over time of what social media's purpose really is, because not only do you find your friends posting on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is, saying, I need to take a break from social media because of how bad it's made my mental health, like, you got to stop and think for a second what that's actually doing to you or what that's actually doing to them, what it's causing them or what it's exasperating, like, what is already making it worse, you know what I mean? So once you're to that point and you can differentiate real world from digital world, living in the real world becomes a lot easier. You don't need to do it for likes. You don't need to do it for attention. You need to do it for yourself because then the questions start coming in. Well, why can't I get what I want? Manifestation, this and that. Like, why isn't life working the way that I want it to? Life isn't working the way that you want it to because you're not being mindful enough. You're not allowing yourself the chance to think of yourself in the most selfless way possible. And that's why things aren't working out for you. When you're constantly living your life for society or for someone else or for someone else's attitude or what they think of you, you are losing sight of your true life path that is divinely designed and set out for you before you are even physically brought into this earth. That is what you're sacrificing. You are sacrificing other people's egos, their wants, their needs, their desires for your own self and your own life path when you get into the mindset of, I need to do this to compete. I need to do this to prove my status. I need to do this to stay cool or to stay in the loop or to be relevant. None of that matters. 
At the end of the day, what really matters is you. In the most selfless way possible, what matters is you. And that doesn't mean by being mindful of yourself, what you're doing, how you're consuming things, how you're interacting with people. That doesn't mean that you just become this ostracizing asshole. Like, you're not going to lose all of your friends if you don't want to. You're not going to become this hermit or this Grinch. In fact, when you become mindful and you start worrying about yourself and the path that you are on and achieving everything in life that you want, life gets so much better. It gets more enjoyable. It becomes brighter. Everything becomes greener. Everything becomes more beautiful. You start getting the people in your life and in your circle that you're meant to have forever. It might be hard to let some people go, but you've heard the phrase your whole life, when one door closes, another opens. In this case of being mindful, when one door closes and you're realizing something isn't healthy or you're realizing how you need to tweak something in your everyday life and you're no longer going to make that choice, you close that one door, 10 more are going to open. 10 more. And then 10 more from those 10 and so on and so on. And it will just be a continuous cycle of you saying, Life is fucking crazy and I cannot believe that this one is mine. Okay, I think that's all I've really got in me today. I hope that you guys are excited about more episodes. I cannot wait to hear from you. I cannot wait to chat with you guys on social media again. Let me know what you think. Share this episode with your friends, with a family member, someone that you think needs this message. If it held value for you, please share it with someone else because... The more people that we can get to understand that living a mindful, self-centered life can be a positive thing, the better this world would be. Because we all know and we've all seen it the last year of 2020 and all these people fighting politically and whatever else, people are cutthroat. They care a lot about what other people are doing. They care a lot. And if you think that people aren't looking at your social media because they want to know what you're up to and they don't follow you, you're wrong because they are. I didn't really think that was happening to me and I took a look at who is viewing my story these last couple weeks because I have like way more viewers now that I'm like showing a boyfriend and that I have a life and whatever and there are people that are looking at my story that I personally know that don't even follow me. So if you don't also think stuff like that is happening to you, I think that you should think again. People are very concerned about what other people are doing and they're not as concerned about what they are doing with their life and that's why I'm trying to do nothing but encourage you guys to be mindful to be selfish in the most selfless way, live your life, be a good person. Someone makes you happy, make them happier. Someone does a good thing for you, do something even better for someone else. You got to keep that ball rolling because once you're on top of that ball, you're going to gain momentum. You're going to keep moving forward. And even if an obstacle does come up and say you fall off of that ball, you're not going to be down for very long because you're going to be able to pick yourself up and keep moving because you're mindful. You're living a mindful life. You know what's best for you. You know how to attract what's best for you. The people that are stalking on social media and taking the time to sit at the dinner table and just gossip and talk shit about people, those are the ones that are remaining stagnant. Those are the ones that break their ankle when they fall on a crack or whatever it is. Like You're just going to keep moving and they're going to be the ones with the broken ankles unable to keep moving forward because they're not grateful, they're not mindful, and they're in that comparison, competition kind of mindset. The sooner you can get away from those middle school, high school-ish things, the better life is going to be for you. But like I said, you got to keep the ball rolling. Because if you don't keep the ball rolling, you are never going to find the light that you are chasing. I will catch you guys later.